This is a Legacy of Laughs comedy from the golden age of radio, brought to you by RelicRadio.com. Good health to all from Rexall. From Hollywood, the Jimmy Durante Show. I think I do. I think I do. Yes, folks, it's Jimmy Durante again. Back with a few songs and snappy things that will warm the cocktails of your heart. Now, I admit I Kirby plays piano better than me on the white note, and Eddie Gershon plays better than me on the black note. But when it comes to playing between the cracks, I am in a class by myself. <laughs> yes, it's the Jimmy Durante Show with Arthur Teacher, Peggy Lee, Candy Candido, Roy Barbie and his orchestra, our Rexall sportscaster, Tommy Harmon, yours truly, Howard Petrie, and our special guest tonight, Victor Moore. Brought to you by 10,000 Rexall drugstores who carry the complete line of top-quality Rexall drug products. And here he is, not a transcription, not a wax reproduction, but the one and only Jimmy Durante in person. You've got to start off each day with a song. Now, even when things go wrong, now you feel better, you even look better. And now for my second number, I'll sing all of me. Why not take all of me? If the young lady who whispered that song in my ear last night will retain my watch, there'll be no questions asked. <laughs> I get a kick out of you. Thank you, Mr. Petrie. You're wonderful, wonderful. When I found out I was going to be in the program with you again this season, I was tickled. Honestly tickled. <laughs> <laughs> If he acts that way now, can you imagine how he's going to be in long underwear? <laughs> oh, I can't help my enthusiasm, Jimmy. When you sing, what a voice. You should sing classical melodies, like Tchaikovsky. I'd like to sing Tchaikovsky, but a voice keeps whispering in my ear, don't do it, don't do it. Whose voice? Tchaikovsky. Adorani, <laughs> <laughs> you ought to be on the radio. Why? <laughs> don't sneer at me, Treacher. You're looking at a man who's going to be the best man at the wedding of Princess Elizabeth. And what's more, President Truman is going with me. I happen to know that President Truman cannot leave the country. Why not? Next week, Forever Amber opens. <laughs> Too bad I don't know what they're going to do for a flower girl. And, uh, and furthermore, do you mean to stand there and tell me that Prince Philip has asked you to be his best man? Why not? I'm responsible for Philip's success. I introduced him to Morris. <laughs> that was Johnny stepping out of thousands of store windows. <laughs> He's going to the wedding, too. Ah, what a figure I'll cut at that reception with my top hat, white tie, and my corduroy tuxedo. Tuxedo? Oh, dear. Now, wait a minute, Treacher. I know it's proper to wear tails, but you saw how I looked at Atwater Kent's last shindig. I can't wear tails. They make me look lumpy. Well, you're not supposed to tuck them into your trousers. <laughs> Perfectionist? Oh, now, really, James, because I couldn't bear to see you hurt. After all, you know, I am your friend. You know that I love you. I wish you'd have spoken sooner. 
I could have arranged with Prince Philip to make it a double ceremony. <laughs> ah, love, what a strange and beautiful thing it is. Why, James, there's a tear beginning the hazardous journey down your nose. It's taken a scenic route. <laughs> I'm always sad when I think of what might have been. What might have been? Tell us about it, Jay. Well, it was about 20 years ago, back in the days of the old Club Alamo. The orchestra consisted of me at the piano and a very talented busboy who cracked his knuckles on to home on the range. I used to eat my meals at the piano, and one night, while I was nibbling on a frog's leg... A vision of feminine pulchitudinous approached the piano and said... Well, hello. I do hope I'm not intruding on your dinner. Not at all. Wait a cancel the chopped liver. This looks better. <laughs> May I introduce myself? My name is Mimi. How do you do, Mimi? Forgive me for not shaking hands. I'm afraid this frog leg will hop away. Oh, please don't stop. Play some more for me. Very well, if it pleases you. Oh, what a masterful touch. That was the frog's leg. Wait till I stop. <laughs> take an L, take an O, then take a V. Ah. Take a W, another W, another W. Heavenly, heavenly. Take a park, a bench beneath the tree. To that L-O-V. I adore your spelling. Take a girl, a ring, a little I do. A house in the country for just me and you. Uh -huh. And then soon they will be one, two, or three. Little W, little W, little W. Oh, that was divine. Tell me about yourself. Oh, there's nothing to tell. I started out as a boy who liked to sit around the house surrounded by my pipes. Oh, a dreamer. No, a plumber. <laughs> Let me know if you're ever in trouble. I'm great on leaking faucets. Oh, why fight it? Can't you see it's bigger than we are? Take me in your arms and crush me to your manly chest. Crush me, crush me. Madam, please, you have your hand in my mashed potatoes. <laughs> Oh, uh, where were we? Oh. Why are you crying? Oh, it's nothing. I know, but it's putting out my cigar. <laughs> oh, darling, take me away from all this. Can't you see we were made for each other? You're right, Mimi. But first, tell me, have there been any other men in your life? Not many. Let's see. There was Eddie, Betty, Teddy, Joey, Lanny, Henny, Benny, Moe, Danny, Manny, Harry, Terry, Terry, Barry, Gary, and Algernon. Thank you, Mrs. F.B. Boehm of Lexington, Princess. <laughs> That's what happened to me 20 years ago. Take a girl, a ring, a little I do. A house in the country with just me and you. And then soon they will be one, two, or three. Little wubble you, little wubble you, little wubble you. Twenty-five percent of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drug stores. 
Yes, the name Rexall identifies everything fine in drugs. For Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. Always available at Rexall drug stores everywhere. There is a fine Rexall product for every drug need. For example, for a fine vitamin supplement, take Rexall cinnamon. For a fine aspirin, take Rexall aspirin. For a fine toothpaste, take Rexall toothpaste. Let the name Rexall identify everything fine in drugs for you. For the name Rexall is your constant guarantee of fine drug products. The finest that science and pharmaceutical skill can produce. 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. If you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for drug preparation, buy the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Ladies and gentlemen, Arthur Treacher has moved into Jimmy Durante's house. As we look in on them now, we find them lolling about the swimming pool. I say, James, whatever are you doing? Get off that diving board. Treacher, watch this dive. I will now do a double jackknife, and while in midair, I will snatch a worm from a sparrow's mouth. <laughs> Here I go. But, James, I say, is there any water in the pool? You know, Treacher, you have a very interesting question. You know, luckily you landed on your nose. It broke the fall. <laughs> but James, James, I do appreciate your hospitality. And to prove it, here's a little house gift I bought for you. Here, just lift the cover and listen. Just what I've always wanted, Treacher. A musical garbage can. <laughs> Very thoughtful of you, Treacher. Oh, Mr. Durrani. Yes, Candido. Mr. Durrani, there was a telephone call for you in the sweetest, loveliest voice, Ted. I'd like to see Mr. Durrani tonight, and I said... Who is this, Greer Gawson? And the sweet voice said no. I said Rita Hayward. And the sweet voice said no. Well, for heaven's sake, who was it? Wallace Berry. <laughs> Hang around till wash day, Candido. I'd like to send your head out with the rest of the flat white. <laughs> Mr. Granny, I'd like to have a word with you. Everybody wants to get into the act. <laughs> Stanley, what are you doing here? Mr. Granny, you went out with Margaret O'Brien last week. Margaret is my girl, and I came here to settle this man to man. Now, wait a minute, Stanley. Wait a minute. Don't shoot. Put that, put that pistol down. The water will take the crease out of my pants. <laughs> Let's discuss this like gentlemen. Sit down, Stanley. No, thank you. I'll come right to the point. I've been going steady with her for three months. Three months, Mr. Durante. That represents a lot of bubblegum. <laughs> and I'm here to protect my investment. Bubblegum typhoon. <laughs> Just answer me one thing. Did you or did you not give Margaret your fraternity pin? I had to give it to her. The shoulder strap on her rompers broke. <laughs> And it wasn't exactly a fraternity pin. It was my old chicken inspector badge. <laughs> Mr. Durante, I'm afraid you don't understand women. You know, some girls can't be toyed with. An unhappy love affair can have deep psychological repercussions. Can have what? Deep psychological repercussions. 
Wouldn't you say so? I wish I could say so. <laughs> but be reasonable, Stanley, my boy. Be reasonable. Reasonable nothing. My uncle will be here any minute, and he's going to break every bone in your body. Uh-oh. Here he comes now. I'm leaving. I can't stand bloodshed. Wait a minute, Stanley. I'll go with you. Wait a minute. What a spot for Durante. This guy's probably six foot three, covered with muscles, and built like a gorilla. <laughs> Pardon me, did I leave my eyelash curler here? Fix <laughs> <laughs> them all! Hey, Victor, this is a coincidence. Don't tell me you were supposed to beat me up. My old pal, Victor? Now, don't old pal me. I'm really steamed up about this. I'm just boiling. Why, right now, I'm so mad I could crush a rice crispy. <laughs> <laughs> now, wait a minute. Don't get tough with me. You remember me from the old days. I was always athletic. Why, at high school, you know I broke the pole vault record. Oh, yeah? Well, I broke the 100-yard dash record. But I also broke the high jump record. And I broke the hurdle record. Hello? Okay, if that's the way you feel. Who is that? Petrillo. He says we gotta stop making these records. <laughs> well, don't try to avoid the issue. I don't care how big a person is, I always stand up to him. By one time, I even stood up to told Truman what I thought. What happened? Nothing. She just kept right on singing. <laughs> Uh, James, sitting here in your exquisite home, just perusing the vagaries of Mother Nature and philosophizing on the foibles of human friendship, mellow me to excruciating happiness. Victor, where did you learn to talk like that? I read the corset ads in Harper's Bazaar. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't get that speech. We'd be here all night. I'll sing along with that, but you know, Victor... I saw you and it happened on Fifth Avenue. A marvelous cinema. And you know, in pictures, you have the same trouble I do. We never get the girl. What's the matter with us? Aren't we handsome? Yes. Aren't we big and strong? Yes. Don't we have sex appeal? Yes. Sorry, those are the wrong answers. Stick around for the jackpot. <laughs> Fred Allen has given away jackpot. You know, Victor, you should speak the women right off their feet. Gosh, yes. With the new styles the women are wearing, confuse me. The other day, I spent the whole afternoon following one of those long black skirts. What happened? Congratulate me. I'm now going steady with a Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Victor, that might come in handy the next time I go to court about my swimming pool. <laughs> but talking about women, Victor, our regular chancruce Peggy Lee is in the hospital. And who do you think is helping us out? A good neighbor to starve the Chesterfield Supper Club, Joe Stafford. Hello. Hello, and thanks. I'm awfully glad I was able to come over and pinch it for Peggy tonight. Oh, Miss Stafford, now that I look at you, I can see why Chesterfields are satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> and after hearing Jimmy sing tonight, I know what put Terry in a coma. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a million of them, a million of them. Miss Stafford, what are you going to vocalize for us this evening? 
Well, Jimmy, I have the Starlighters with me, and we'll do anything that pleases you. How about one of those luscious, romantic love songs? Your wish is my command. Stand back, Jimmy. Back. <laughs> story begins in the Rexall Laboratory. Yes, the Rexall Laboratory is one of the largest and most completely equipped pharmaceutical laboratories in the world. Here, more than 2,000 different Rexall drug products are scientifically compounded under the exacting guidance of doctors, chemists, and pharmacists. That's why when your Rexall druggist says, for example, in Rexall Plenamin, you get all the vitamins for which our minimum daily requirements have been established. Plus liver concentrate and iron to help prevent simple anemia. You may be sure your Rexall druggist knows what he's talking about. Thanks to the unsurpassed quality standards of the Rexall Laboratory, you can depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. The quality of one Rexall product will tell you the quality story for all Rexall products. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs at Rexall Drugstore. <laughs> 
if you want to be sure that the product is pure when you ask for a drug preparation. Try the Rexall line at the Rexall sign of Rexall identification. Good health to all from Rexall. Ah, that was a mighty tasty meal, Treacher ordered from the delicatessen. We had pig's feet, pig's knuckles, breast of pig, baked pig, and pig pie. Well, say something, Victor. Aye. <laughs> How do you like that? He turned into a chicken. <laughs> but now that we've finished our dinner, let's adjourn to the music room and partake in a bit of community singing. One thing I demand, Vic, let's sing together. She left. Twenty-nine broken hearts, broken in twenty-nine parts. Now there are twenty-nine colors complaining to them on the block. The lady and twenty-nine. Oh, I love your singing. I think you're the greatest singers in the world. Do you understand? The greatest singers in the world. If you like it so much, why don't you applaud? I can't get my hands out of the straitjacket. <laughs> How cute he's wearing one of those new ballpoint heads. <laughs> Gee, Jimmy, that lady from 29 Palms. That's the kind of a girl we ought to go after. What chance have we got? We never get the girl. Us men have become weaklings, Victor. In the old pirate days, men went out and got what they wanted. Why don't we become pirates now and go out and find the girl from 29 Palms? That sounds double peachy. Triple peachy. Let's climb aboard our Spanish galleon right now. We'll go helter skelter. I'll go skelter and you go. Just to... a minute. <laughs> well, you get the idea. Chip ahoy and shiver me timbers. What a weary life being a pirate captain is. All day long from poop deck to poop deck. <laughs> to poop deck to poop deck. What's your trouble? I'm poop. Avast, <laughs> you turned out to be a fine pirate. How come you get on deck every morning before the other swashbucklers? Well, the other pirates buckle their swash. I've got a zipper. <laughs> Well, there's no time for idle talk, Mahati Buccaneer. I see trouble ahead. Lash yourself to the mast. What's the matter? It's the dread of all sailors. We're passing by California in the rainy season of starting. Here it comes. <laughs> Run for the hills, natives. It's a cowboy. <laughs> California to have the dampest sunshine in the country. <laughs> but wait a minute. What? What's happening? It's mutiny, Captain, and here comes treacherous creature, the most vicious pirate on board. Let him come. I'll tell him who's boss. Okay, you do. This is mutiny. And if you try to stop us, I'll cut you down like dogs and swing you from a yard arm. Victor, why don't you say something? Uh, I'm having it transcribed to a more convenient time. <laughs> well, this wild goose chase to find the lady from 29 farms. We want to go home. We're not going home. You've been a troublemaker from the start. The first time I looked at you, I saw red. It's awful when I see red. It's awful when I see red. Why is it so awful? They send me to Washington to be investigated. <laughs> Wait a minute. Now, this has gone far enough. Nobody's going to stop us from finding the lady from 29 Palms. 
Get ready to die, Screecher. Oh! How did you kill him so easy? My brother-in-law is the sound man. Oh. <laughs> Come on, I'll swing the boat around. Port the port stern. Starboard the starboard stern. Port the starboard stern. And let's stern. Let's turn? Yeah, let's turn to the next page. I'm sinking the boat. <laughs> You're right. The boat is sinking. Quick. Woman, the lifeboat. Woman, the lifeboat. That's man, the lifeboat. You filled your boat. I'll fill mine. <laughs> Too late for boats. There's a shore. We'll have to swim for it. Well, we made it. And look over there. It's a mermaid. Maybe she's a lady from 29 Palms. Tell me, mermaid, how does it feel spending year after year in the icy water and being half woman and half fish? I'm feeling mighty low. <laughs> Is that your voice that they just swallowed one of the egg spots? Pardon me, but if you gentlemen are looking for the lady from 29 Palms, I am she, and I am looking for a strong man. Who are you? Oh, me, Tarzan. <laughs> oh, vous êtes adorable, le plus bel homme du monde, mon petit chouchou. I don't know what that means. I do, but I'm afraid to do anything about it. <laughs> ah, fair lady, I'll protect you. I'm a real man of the sea. I've got salt in my hair, salt in my ears, salt in my eyes. Kiss me. But why? I want to show you I've got a little pepper, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, you are so sweet, the both of you. But you, the little butterball. Oh, I know you. You are the singer Bing Crosby. <laughs> no, I'm not Bing Crosby. Oh, but if you were Bing Crosby, I would put my arms around you and hug you and kiss you and squeeze you. We're in the blue. <laughs> oh, enough, enough of this talk. I, the lady from 29 Palms, have made my choice. And you are the lucky man, Blue Snoot. She knows me. You are so lucky to have me. I have 29 Cadillacs. My dream boat. And I have 29 Mink Coats. My dream boat. And when we get married, we'll have 29 children. Man overboard! <laughs> Friends, here are those foremost Rexall reminders for the week. Remember, 25% of America buys its drug needs in Rexall drugstores. Remember, Rexall is that large and respected family of more than 2,000 different drug products. Remember, you can always depend on any drug product bearing the name Rexall. Remember, Rexall drug products are available in Rexall drugstores everywhere. Touche, Howard, and I'd like to add... I do my shopping at a Rexall store, buying Rexall drugs, and I pull them all. Hombre, Algo, he prefers them too. We buy Rexall. That's all. How about you? When we're far away, when we're... Let me hear that high note, my throat. What a note. Oh, a delightful note, Mr. Durant. An excruciating note, Mr. Treacher. Well, Arthur, it was nice having Victor Moore and Joe Stafford with us tonight. And Peggy Lee, we hope you're better. And next week, we're going to have that lovely Lucille Ball. Lucille Ball? Yes, I'm glad she's coming to visit us again. 
Last time I saw her, I gave her a lock of my hair. I could use it now. <laughs> now, before we close, we're going to get a little load down on one of the big football games this week from Tommy Harmon, famous player of the Los Angeles Rams. Tommy, tell us. What's doing on the gridlion this week? Well, Jimmy, for our Rexall games this week, we're going to have to split our football spotlight. Two very important games are taking place Saturday, and the winners of these games may well be playing each other on January 1st in the Rose Bowl. On the West Coast, we have California against Southern California at Berkeley. As yet, both of these teams are in the undefeated class, although SC has been tied by Wright. With Lynn Waldorf steering the Golden Bears, California has swept through four opponents in great style, so much so that the Loyal Cal alumni are now clamoring for the Rose Bowl. This week's game against Southern California will make or break the Bears. SC is a football team that has improved each Saturday. And although I may lose a few friends because I say this, I feel that Saturday, Southern California will derail the California Rose Bowl Express. Our other game of the week concerns a little brown jug, the well-known trophy awarded to the winner of the annual game between Michigan and Minnesota. Sports writers so far have given Michigan the title of the nation's number one team. But between you and me, I hope that the Michigan players don't take their clippings to the game. Because I know the Gophers have very little respect for newspaper write-ups. They only respect hard tackling and blocking. But don't ask me how I know. However, I do feel that Michigan's overall power will be too much for Minnesota this year. Thank you, Tommy Harmon. This program is produced and directed by Phil Cohan. Good health to all from Rexall. Good night, Mrs. Calabash. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That was Victor Moore on The Jimmy Durante Show, an episode that originally aired October 22nd, 1947. I'll be back next week with an episode from The Burns and Allen Show. Don't forget, in the meantime, you can find more old-time radio at relicradio.com. And if you'd like to help support this and all the shows, you can do so through the website as well. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back soon with another episode of A Legacy of Laughs. Laughs.